The Fake Show podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan. ExpandLaces.com. The Craft House Brewery, now with two locations. The Tone Factory Recording Studios. Moonshot.com. Mr. Antenna. And by Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. My guest on this special episode of The Fake Show podcast is internationally known restaurateur, consultant, and TV star Elizabeth Blau. You may have eaten at one of her restaurants like Honey Salt, and Iron Steak and Sea, or Buddy V's Restaurante, and several others. She's won too many awards to mention here, and just like anyone else in the hospitality business, her world was turned upside down because of the coronavirus outbreak. And we'll talk about what the future holds, but that hasn't stopped her and her group from participating in a great meal delivery effort that is monumental here in the Las Vegas Valley. Elizabeth Blau joins me now. Elizabeth, welcome. I can't tell you how long I've been an admirer of yours. and It's been many, many years. I was so happy that you arrived in Las Vegas a couple decades ago or longer. Well, you've certainly made my day. Thank you. That's uh, high praise coming from you. I recently spoke with a mutual friend, Kyle Ron, the president and CEO of United Way. And I know that you and United Way are involved in delivering meals to the vulnerable here in Southern Nevada during these COVID-19 times. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how it all happened? Sure. Well, um, I have some extraordinary friends and mentors in the community. And when Puna Mather, and who's uh, head of the Elaine Wynn Foundation, and Julie Murray, who runs Moonridge Foundation, call, you um, you better have your roller skates on because those two ladies move fast. And um, it was, um, you know, just uh, extraordinary. As you know, Three Square has changed their model in order to try and meet the needs of the all of the Clark County School District kids being at home and so many, such a huge percentage of those kids being on either um, subsidized or, or free lunch and, and breakfast programming, they've gone to a grocery model. So their their kitchen is closed down. And so, um, you know, there are really very few sources for prepared meals for, for the community. And so that was the genesis of delivering with dignity. And so, you know, we, we know there are so many fragile seniors, there are uh, HIV, cancer patients, um, so many people in our at-risk community. There are foster grandparents, just people that shouldn't be out, that should be home, um, sheltered in, and um, really, you know, very uh, low income and, you know, not having, you know, ability to just call Postmates or, or some other delivery service. And so that's where Delivering with Dignity um, was inspired, and we didn't want them to be FEMA type emergency meals or a cold sandwich. Um, we really wanted them to be meals that were, you know, provided with um, love and care and nutrition. And so um, we have our restaurant, Honey Salt. We have Graffiti Bow. And um, next week, El Dorado is going to be um, joining us in these efforts. And it's extraordinary. We have Green Our Planet and uh, Desert. Uh, uh, Bloom Eco Farm. Also, you know, people donating, you know, excess product. It's it's extraordinary to look at the strip and see that the entire thing is closed down. And so you can imagine for our vendors, our suppliers, our 
farmers and fishermen, there's so much surplus of, of product that, um, you know, if it's perishable, it needs to needs to be cooked or eaten. Yeah. And, you know, I've toured the Three Square Food Bank a couple times, and it always amazed me at how well they had a handle on the community. And it's also amazing, isn't it, to you how quickly they jump into action and, and get this thing going? I'm the um, chairwoman of their culinary council. So um, it's very near and dear to me. But, you know, again, there's only so much these organizations could do. And I really watched with horror last night to see that um, Catholic Charities was having to shut the shelter down. I mean, obviously, that's one of our largest homeless shelters in in the community. And I can only imagine what they're going through there. And uh, that's another vital support to our community. Now with this local situation, local restaurants, big and small, are are kind of in peril. What should people know about your industry and how will some of these, actually the smaller and the bigger ones for that matter, how, how are they going to survive? You know, really better understanding of this government um, bailout. I mean, it's still, I think I heard on the news that it's 888 pages. So it's still confusing for us. We have a call organized this afternoon with our representative, Susie Lee, and the head of the um, Small Business Association um, with a, a group of restaurateurs to even, you know, learn and, and better understand what this means for us. But it's unprecedented. And, you know, running a takeout business and, you know, trying to, you know, to deliver to um, at risk seniors um, is is not going to pay the bills. We've already had to lay off a major portion of our staff. We're fortunate in that um, our restaurant Buddy V's at the Venetian that we have extraordinary partners in the SANS organization and and they are helping us pay both our salaried, our part-time, as well as our full-time hourly employees. So, you know, that's a blessing, but it's a bloodbath. I mean, there's just, you know, it's all commerce has, you know, has virtually come to a standstill and uh, we've got a ray of a glimmer of hope um, the city council has um, approved to let us have a 30-day license to be able to sell um, alcohol if you have a liquor license so that's right. a little bit of a bright spot yeah that certainly is going to help isn't it and and not too long ago, I, I noticed that you had launched this women's hospitality initiative. That had to be huge for you. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, you know, it seems like a lifetime ago. Right. It was um, extraordinary. Um, it was extraordinary to watch the community galvanize its efforts together to make sure that, um, you know, that no women in our community were going to be left behind. It was a partnership with UNLV to launch this course in the fall, the first of its kind called um, From the Classroom to the Boardroom, Leadership for Women in Hospitality. The Culinary Institute of America agreed to partner with UNLV, and so they're co-creating a curriculum, and the uh, class will be simultaneously broadcast in um, in Hyde Park at, at the CIA. And, you know, it was um, it was really a feather in the cap to the city. I mean, really, almost every casino property got on board, vendors, suppliers. Um, we had an extraordinary kickoff event. And now the world's topsy-turvy. And so not only do we have to worry about, you know, how do we advance women, but now we have to re-focus uh, our efforts and how do we save our, our industry. Um, so that's got to go on the back burner. Um, but, you know, my extraordinary team, uh, Jolene Menina, 
Mary Choi Kelly, you know, they're all, um, you know, pitching in on, on these efforts that we're working on now, but we've had to completely pivot. And so now it's, you know, the Facebook community that we started, it's called Save Our, our Local Restaurants, our, our local Las Vegas restaurant community. I think there's over 1,500 um, people who have, who have logged on. And so that's a page to, you know, just to communicate information in, in a, you know, in a very quick manner. Um, we had petitioned the governor and, you know, and now again, as I said, the trillion dollar, multi-trillion dollar relief package has been released, but now we have to understand what it understands. And, you know, there's a lot of people in our industry that are going to need help understanding this, what this 888 page document actually means to us. That seems like college reading, like it's something that would take you a few weeks to get through. <laughs> Without a doubt. By the way, I encourage people, once you are back up and running, to go to Honey Salt. It's fantastic. And sort of based on the comfort foods that you would eat at home? Without a doubt, those are the recipes. And your parents who traveled quite a bit and, and they were foodies. And so you, you grew up and you knew a lot about uh, different food cultures. So they're certainly my passion, um, you know, and the inspiration for my love of food and, and travel. So that's where that came from. I have lived in Las Vegas for about 30 years, and I, for me, I thought we would only be here, my wife and I and our kids, for just a couple years, but here we are all these years later. Did you have the same thought when you when you arrived here? Oh, without a doubt. You know, I thought, great, I have this extraordinary opportunity. I'm going to open the Bellagio and bring all these great chefs out, um, but, you know, like you, I'm, I'm catching up, you know, 22 years later, this is where our son was born, and, and it's home. It really is home. It's an extraordinary community, and watching this community come together um, during this unprecedented time of strife for our industry, it's been incredible. It's also incredible to, to watch, you know, I have a, a report that comes out every day that aggregates our, our social media, and so, you know, it's just, it's painful to read what people write on social media, Yelp, and all of those kind of things. And um, finally, people have stopped writing, you know, nasty things about other people on Yelp. <laughs> and it takes the pandemic for, for people to, you know, to exhibit their, their kindness. And I think that these kind of situations either bring out the best in people or, or the worst. And I, I have to say I'm incredibly proud of, of our community. And hopefully this moves forward very quickly. I think the biggest issue is just so many national conventions and conferences um, have canceled. And that's not business. It's not like transit business that we get on weekends that, you know, can recover and come back quickly. Um, those conventions are gone for the year. And so how we're going to get these, you know, massive hotels and all of these restaurants back online is, is really daunting. And I can actually hear the the frustration in your voice. And, and I'm sure that you, being the leader you are, have thought about the time when this has passed. And even then, how difficult it might be to get people to kind of turn the corner and come back to all these places? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, our whole world was, was changed after 9-11. And then, you know, a guy came through the airport with a bomb and his sneakers. And, you know, and the next thing you know, the, you know, the whole process of going through the airports and security and taking off your shoes, you know, the whole world, you know, kind of changed. And I, and I just feel like, how are we going to go? What's the new normal going to look like after an experience like this? I mean, 
how many times have you been on a plane or, you know, at a hotel or, you know, traveling anywhere with somebody with a terrible cold and a cough? I mean, might have gotten a little bit of a dirty look, you know, before, but, um, you know, now, <laughs> you know, like a pariah. I know that you're very busy. Elizabeth is uh, joining in with delivering with dignity efforts here in Southern Nevada. I do thank you so much, Elizabeth. Hope that we're all going to be very pleasantly surprised in a couple months. It was great to talk to you in honor. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. And, um, and again, thank you for spreading the United Way and Moonridge and, um, and delivering with dignity's, you know, mission because, uh, hopefully, this number of people at risk in the community doesn't keep growing, but right now um, it is, uh, it's a very scary time if you have any health issues or, you know, or of a certain age, and uh, we want to provide that, that comfort. That's what we are, the hospitality industry. Elizabeth, stay well, you and your family, and it was great to talk Thank to you. you. Thanks so Bye-bye. much. Fingers crossed for everyone in that business, which was tough enough to begin with, and I know that Las Vegas will be there for Elizabeth as much as she has been there for them. If you would like to know more about volunteering for Delivering with Dignity or to request meals, you can call the United Way of Southern Nevada at 702-892-2300. That does it for this special episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.